This is The Daily Undoing for June 18th, 2019. I'm David Gadad, and together with Mark Bobin, we're undoing the way marketing is done. Last week, Canada's federal government put some long-awaited details around its intention to integrate edibles into cannabis products made legal for recreational consumption in this country. It had said this was coming, but only after an indefinite period in which we would become acclimatized to legal weed here in Canada, introduced in October. Some of the highlights of the regs were a hard cap on THC content on edibles at 10 milligrams per serving, the definition of serving, though, left typically vague. Blind packaging, much like the recreational product available now, can have zero visual enticement whatsoever and, in fact, can only contain on its labeling, besides the name of the company and product, a warning about the dangers of consuming THC. And, at this point, candy or any type of product which could be mistakenly construed as appealing toward kids is off the table. Same goes for alcoholic beverages. In fact, there seems to be more clarity around what is not allowed than what will be allowed. This was made clear by Health Canada's proclamation that if you're a licensed producer wishing to introduce a product inside this 2.0 phase of legalization, you must submit a product proposal at minimum 60 days in advance before going to market so that it can be screened for approval. This, to us, seems like a bureaucratic bottleneck in the making, as the mad scramble by producers to get a toehold in this space was running amok even a year ago as Canada's largest companies started making strategic plays through acquisition and creation of new departments. Canopy Growth, our largest producer, already has a bottling factory and a chocolate company up and running. Aurora, number two, is focusing on vape pens, which will also fall into the new categories introduced with the edible legislation. And Hexo Corporation, another billion-dollar-plus cannabis company, had established a joint venture with Molson Coors for beverages and another one with food company Neil Brothers to develop THC-infused edibles. With so much of an already strapped supply going to currently legal product categories, the introduction of edibles cannot be good news for medical users of pot who have seen their supply slide dramatically since recreational was introduced. This is a contradictory message the large conglomerates are sending in the gold rush to recreational and edible, leaving behind the tens if not hundreds of thousands in this country who actually helped pioneer the industry at all in the early 2000s when it was made legal as a medical product. They now find their needs for quality of life secondary to the lure of the legal high. The lone producer who goes back to leading by changing lives will have a much more open competitive landscape on which to build a trusted medical brand. Just saying, which we like to do, here on The Daily Undoing.